If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hosted by two guns, co-hosted by Big Cell, and we talking straight motorcycle protocol. Tune in every Wednesday around 7 p.m. for pure motherfucking facts on FHO Podcast Radio, MC 101, where motorcycling is life.
in the building, man, after them technical difficulties. What up, IG? Thank you for being here, tuning in. I see you guys over there. That's my man, Guns, in the building. If you're listening to me on the podcast platform, appreciate you. Share it. Let them know what it is. To all my YouTubers and Facebookers and onlookers and my man, Flacco, to, uh, uh, to my Flacco got that shit down packed. What's up, Facebookers and lookers? You understand me? That's my boy, Flacco. Flacco Shout out to Flacco right now. Probably somewhere depressed because he can't ride his motorcycle halfway around the world and back. In a day. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so, man, I got a special guest in the building. If you don't know who he is, now you will know, man. My man um, that has really um, helped me build my platform up on a different level and give it some accreditation and just out and, uh, you know, solidify it as what it is, the truth, you know, uh, in the building today, live in the studio, which is something that, you know, Y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? That's a blessing. Y'all better understand what it is, man. We on right here. You know what I'm saying? Pull it. You ain't got to be. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I know. I'm here. Yeah, I'm you here. ain't got to. That motherfucker work, man. I ain't trying to hide my face, though. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You ain't got to be gentle with that motherfucker. See, that motherfucker 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 work, work, man. <laughs> that motherfucker work, man. That motherfucker work, man. So, uh, what, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you is. What you got going on? Man, I, I don't know who I, Man, who am I? Yeah. I, I got no clue, man. But, no, two guns in the building, man. Just, um, you know, we doing it out here. Came out to. Came out to the ATL, man. It's crazy-ass traffic with these crazy-ass roads and all that. I'm just like, wow. I just ready to get back to North Carolina for some normalcy in them back roads. So, oh, so oh, it ain't normal out here, huh? No, nah, it ain't normal. This, it ain't no, this ain't normal, normal out here? Out here. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, we here, man. This, uh, this has been a blessing, man, to come out and get a chance to spend some time out here with Big Sale, man. We just been, you know, we chopped it up, spent some time talking with each other, man. It's been probably like six months, and then this is... Really, you know, there have been a couple times where we're going to try to do it. We're going to try to come through, whatever it is. But we just wasn't able to actually get it done. So uh, that's just how it is, man. All right, so listen, man. Today I got my man guns in the building, man. We sitting there chilling, man. We chopping and doing what we do, man. So, you know, while I got him here, man, I got to put him in the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? He right here in front of me, man. I gotta put I gotta put him in the hot seat, man. What, what you drinking on, man? You good? You got the, you, 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 you. man. I got that crown apple. Crown apple kind of nice right now, man. I was on a gentleman last night, man. Yeah. Some folks came through, man. We just did what we did. Uh, shit, it was it was about three o'clock, man, before we shut that shit down. I like, man, I get your asses up out of here, man. Yeah, go your ass home somewhere. All right, so let's get to the first question, man. What is the biggest difference between ninety ers and one percenters? Everybody always got that. You know, man. She said she was eighteen, man. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all you gonna say. She said uh, she was eighteen. Man. I, you know, I think the the concept of the separation between ninety nine and one percenters, everybody kind of conceives it as is something that's different, and it's this it's this different concept, and it's really not really the separation between a ninety nine and a one percenter is your dedication to your brothers. Mm. That's what it really comes down to, and a lot of guys they think about themselves versus their brothers. Okay. When you get to the point where you put your brothers above yourself, you put your nation above yourself, that's that's the foundation of what it takes to be a one percenter. Because in a lot of cases, if you have a situation where one of your bros has a problem or issue, you mm-hmm. back that brother no matter what. It ain't a question whether you back him 100%. And you might have a conversation with him later if he was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because see that, but because I've, I've been in situations where that's been some fucked up shit. Y'all know he wrong as fuck. 
And y'all, at least you got her. But you got her. You got her. And that phone call at two in the morning. Yeah, but somebody you done already fucked up with somebody whole life. Y'all done whooped this whole nigga that. He was he wasn't even wrong. Your brother was wrong. Here's what I say, man. At two in the morning, man, if a brother call you and tell you he down, yeah. I don't give a fuck you fucking Beyonce. Yeah. Your ass better be on the road, man, going to but get Beyonce it. Beyonce though, my nigga? Beyonce. Hey, look, I, <laughs> I, look, I ain't gonna talk about Beyonce because Beyonce is yeah. not my timeline. Yeah. I'm gonna get some Holly, Holly Berry. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> that, that, hey, look, look, I'm gonna fuck you up. That monster's ball, Holly Berry. Yeah, I'm talking about that monster's ball, Holly Berry. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, some some old school shit. Yeah, midnight star. Type that part right there. Shit. That's what I'm talking about. But that's, wow. I, I mean, that's I got that concept of it. I got that concept. Of, what I, the part that I'm speaking on though is like when you when it's a situation and you know your brother, you know, is on some bullshit, you know, and he pushing a line on some shit, and then you know here come all the altercation and the physical shit, and you really could have just stopped him. Like, look, bro, we ain't doing that tonight. But you say you, you got to ride with that. You got to, it's, it's a ride or die, man. And that's, that's really the concept right now. I, a lot of people don't kind of get that and they don't understand how that process works. Um, let me get, I got to get back live. Are we on the page though? Oh, it's on the page? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, on the page. shutting it down then. Okay. Yeah, we're on the page and everything. So, I mean, that's, and that's where it is. I think, you know, the mentality of being a one percenter is just a little different. Um, the issue, the biggest issues I think now is happening is a lot of guys that are coming in from the 99 side. They're really not getting taught and teach. I mean, it's really not the lessons that are being taught in terms of being a one percenter because you just move differently as a one percenter. But everything that you do and everything you stand by, you you never back down. I mean, but it's the same shit that everybody does. You know, you never back down to somebody. You always stand your ground. That's just man law. Yes, that's man law. That's man law. And that's what I I try to tell a lot of people. Like the separation between a one percenter and ninety nine really is. It's a fine line, but the problem that happens is when you have 99s that come in and bring 99% concepts over to the 1% world. And that's where we have a lot of issues that we have now is like, we don't, you know, 99s, they party. They enjoy themselves. They have a good time and this and that. 1%ers, they do, the, they do it with themselves or they do it what? with other oh, 1%ers. Oh, oh. You know, but, well, yeah, let me, let me rephrase Okay, because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they so used to. The, they used to. Yeah. They used to do that. And, and then that's, I always tell people, man, I'm like, I never understood the concepts of what's going on in today's world because I never saw it. Mm. What I saw was one percenters and they, and they support clubs. They only fucked with they. See, cause I'm going to tell you like this. Some of my OGs that are in 1% club, when I talk to them and you mention the club and they're like, who is them motherfuckers? I'll be like, man, them motherfuckers been here for 11 years. They'd be like, shit, we, I don't know them motherfuckers. And that's the thing. That's because he's strictly been in his world. It's, it's, it's a, it's a fine line, man. And that, those, if y'all ever seen a horse, man, they got blinders on. Yeah. And they got the blinders on. And the reason why the blinders are there is so the horse is not, you can't not distracted by the only thing else. Yeah. He's focused on one specific thing. And I think when you look at the 1% world, that's really what 1%ers are. They're focused on one specific thing, and that's their bros and making So sure somebody done took the blinders off. That's what you're saying? The blinders is off. The motherfuckers got those wide range. 325 degree cameras, 60 cameras. These motherfuckers looking behind them. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing a whole 360? Because it's supposed to be 180. Yeah. But you <laughs> did a whole 360. So basically, though, and your, the, the biggest difference is the dedication and commitment between the 99% and the 1%. Dedication and commitment, I think that's the big thing because really what it comes down to is, you know, you have to be, it's a beck and call yeah. situation where, and, and it's not a question. You know, like I've seen 99ers walk away from a fight. Yeah. And if somebody presents themselves as a threat to you, look, man, it's hands up, man. That's just how it is, and you don't have. So, to so if 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 the ninety nine percent world was to, to all of a sudden start fighting back, 
It's but, already. Yeah, well, I was going to say that, but I'm, I'm just trying to be, yeah, yeah. Look, trust me when I tell you, man, there's some, there's some, there's some one percenters that got their ass handed by some 99s. Yeah. Man, I, because at the end of the day, it's men and women. I mean, so, what, so, you know, so you don't fight differently because you, you fighting with a one percenter. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm a, just because I'm a 99 percenter don't mean you automatically going to whoop my ass. Here's the bad part about it is, like, see, you guys don't understand, so I, and I'll tell you this. I'm going to share this with y'all. Back in the day, man, you had, if you put a diamond on, <laughs> you did some shit. <laughs> okay. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, wasn't. Yeah. You just you just prospected or probing. It was some shit involved. You got your diamond. In order for you to get your diamond, think back to the seventies and the sixties and the seventies, or how people got set it in or jumped in or yeah. put in the gangs. Think about how that process works, and that's really what a one percenter was. You was not going to be a one percenter unless your brothers. You got unless, you, unless you was dirty. Yeah. Let, let's let's put it that way. Unless you was dirty. Yeah. And if you was dirty, like everybody else, and when everybody's dirty, then I mean we're gonna be loyal to each other. We can trust each other yeah, because yeah. you dirty as I am. So, and I know you, and I, and I know you'll get down. I know you. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And yeah. I think the separation now is there's a lot of diamonds that's out there that ain't got their hands dirty. Mm. And so a lot of times when I talk about getting your hands dirty, it ain't the '60s '70s dirty. It's the 2000s and 2010s, and, and, and that's play, and that's that's play dirt. They ain't even getting dirty like they used to get. Man, look, this, <laughs> they ain't even getting mud. <laughs> Not even water mixed into it. The motherfuckers just getting dusted. <laughs> All right, so when we go, when, when we talk about a one percenter, man, is it was the one percenter? Was it designed to be a fear factor type of thing to rule in fear, to govern in fear, or is that because that's what we are today? The one, that, you know, that bullshit, man. That's, that's not what one percenters, man, was a freedom of lifestyle. Now, yeah. you got to understand in the 60s and 70s, even let's take it back to the 40s. So after Hollister, that's because everybody defines Hollister, Hollister as, as the, the definition of the one definition of the one percenter. Yeah. But in that time frame, you had individuals that was returning back from World War One, World, mm-hmm. I mean, World War Two at the time. Korean veterans, Vietnam yeah. veterans. Yeah. Now, they were the foundation of the one percenters, mm. period, point blank. I mean, when you look at the foundation, I'll just put it out there. You know, Sonny Barger was one of the big, big people that addressed the separation between regular motherfuckers and outlaws. Okay. And so he addressed that. He said, we're going to separate ourselves from the regular AMA guys that are running around doing gypsy races and racing. And we're going to be the guys that say, fuck you to society and fuck you to everybody else that's trying to define us in this. So this is how we got to be. And it's, yeah. yeah. And the AMA was defining, like, this is how you have to If you're not a part life. of this, then you're not really, yeah. Yeah, and they were saying that this is how you have to do this. These are the rules and regulations. And these guys were saying, fuck you, I don't want to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be free. And that's the reason why, and, you know, like now it's kind of weird to look at how 99s or how 1%ers are doing it because they're defining roles and regulations and rules when those rules and regulations were not a part of the foundation of 1%er. 1%er was a, really a fuck you to society and saying we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. Period. And that's just how it is. So it's kind of a oxymoron, let's put it that way, of yeah. saying these are rules and regulations that you need to follow. However, we're not following yeah. the same you, rules yeah. and regulations. We not, we're not doing them, but you're doing them. And so that's that's kind of the oxymoron with it. I think in a lot of cases, a lot, uh, some of the 1% clubs have tried to establish rules and regulations because you have 99s and other clubs that are out there doing stupid shit, and all of a sudden it affects them. So, you know, I, I won't get into that too much, yeah. but when we address it is when the spotlight is shined on the 1% Club, naturally the 1% Club is going to say, y'all need to cut that shit out. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that's where rules and regulations kind of established and a lot of the protocols and traditions was established in saying, this is the way we're going to do things, not because we want to have rules and regulations. It's because we want to make sure that you guys are doing things the right way and respect is given across the board. When well, you're in charge of that, that's a tough situation. Well, one thing I'm going to say is this to it. I want you guys to look at it like this. The reason why it's easier to come after you guys than to come after the 99 percenters is because a 99 percent club can go away just like that. Absolutely. Well, I do. They'll do some dirt and then take their vests off. We, I mean, we, we gone. But you guys don't have that option because, and that's why the authorities go to the top. That's why they go to the to the one percenters. Hey, y'all better go get these motherfuckers. Just you know, shit rolls downhill. Yeah. And that's where it's at because. But it's easier always- to get. It's easier to get to you guys. Cause like I said, we we all know, and I'm just just keeping one hundred. Y'all know me. We all know the motherfucker that motorcycle for the summertime only. A whole club pop up for the summer, and then as soon as around August, probably by September, October, they gone. You don't see them no more again to maybe May, June, then they back again. So, <laughs> on game. That, that's my new word on game. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why it's easier for the Pope because they know y'all not going nowhere. They know y'all going to be here, you know, just what it is. It's a, it's more serious lifestyle for you guys. So, when you when you think about where we are now, and we, we, me and you many of times on the show have talked about, you know, where you come from, the history, and how long you've been in the game. But when you think about where you come from to what it is now, what do we start to repair that? What, what, what has to happen? Uh. I don't even, you know, that's one of those questions that's always kind of dropped on me and, and asked. I would say the biggest aspect is you would say, I, I want to go back to the way things was, but you never can. There's no way mm. to go back. And that's where it's at in terms of 2020. I, you guys understand when I first got on platforms, uh, I initially started with Sucker Free MC. I'll put the name out there. And I ran Sucker Free MC probably for about four to five years. And really what I wanted to address in terms of Sucker Free MC was establishing old school protocols, rules, and regulations. And I think after leaving Sucker Free MC and seeing the growth of, I mean, from 25 to damn near 50,000 people, seeing the growth of that, I realized we can't step back in terms of what we did in the past because there's a lot of things that we do in the past that just are not relevant in today's future. Well, I mean, just like ass women. You can't whoop your son ass no more. That's just, you know, that part. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you, whoop, you, you whoop your son ass with a belt, he go to school with that. I mean, your ass going to jail. Look, cameras, man. Yeah. They, they at a point right now where they trying to chip motherfuckers. Yeah. So when you look at shit like that, yeah. everything has to evolve. And, you know, a lot. the funny thing about it, man, is, is a lot of the 
people that like people don't I, I listen to everybody I listen to anybody that has a platform anybody that makes a comment and there was a young lady that came on uh, her name is uh, Portia and mm-hmm. she, she's on the page and she was just addressing you know that there is changes and things that need to be changed in terms of this whole you know MC community MC culture whatever it is and really it kind of addressed the changes in terms of adapting to 2000 um, you know 2020. And I always was a situation where I would say, you know, I mean, I always presented like, look, man, we, we you got to do the shit you do, but inevitably you come back to doing old school shit because the old school shit worked. And the reason yeah. why the old school shit worked was because we fucked it up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> we learned from our lessons. But I think like looking at 2020 and beyond, the main concept is understanding and getting back to some of the old school traditions and protocols, but then adapting those to what is actually happening on the boots and the grounds. And that's that's tough because what's happening in you know on the streets is completely different than what happened. I'm gonna tell you why it's really tough because we don't talk no more. That's there's no more communication. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Facebook that allowed me to I don't have to talk to you. I just go on Facebook and tell you, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Look, fuck I, you, you know what I'm saying? And then I can I can avoid your calls. I can, you know what I'm saying? All the bullshit. Back in the day, no, you had you had to see me. Come see me. Yeah, we, it's a face to face. And so that that right there is is pretty probably one of the main reasons why we really could never really get it back because it's going to take people coming together face to face, and that and that 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 art is lost, man. That hey, look, shout out to Big Sarge, man, and them cats down in Florida, man. Yeah. My man um, down there with my you know my nation or whatever it is, man. They did they did the big huge get together. That shit was, man. That shit was, was major. And what you guys don't understand and kind of how significant it was was. You had every basically one percent on the urban side, even reaching out to um, you know to the white side man, addressing that, and they came together man and just said, look man, we we gonna we gonna squash all these BS beefs, and we just gonna do this for uh, adapting a new concept within our area, and that is yo we gonna show love to each other. We ain't gotta sing kumbaya, hold hands, and do all the rest of that shit, but we also ain't gotta be at war with each other. And that's so significant because you got areas that feel like, well, there's separation between these groups and there's separation between that and there's separation between this. It's really not, man. It's In all honesty, it's and what I look at it and what I think is happening is a lot of people are trying to take advantage of the set um, and they're not looking at the, um, in terms of the set growing. They're looking at the terms of their actual club growing. And that's not what it's about, man. The MC community, MC set is bigger than nationals or bigger than one club or bigger than two clubs because everything you do and everything that I do and everything that another club does represents the whole community itself. And I've always preached community, 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 because it ain't necessarily about a club. It ain't about a nation because a nation and one club, they can do one fucking thing and fuck up the whole shit Mm. in your area. And so that's where the community has to get together and look at it in terms of all the clubs that are within that area and say, look, we're going to do things this way. We're going to build this this way because it's like, I mean, like we was talking about it earlier, man. You do one thing and one motherfucker do and fuck it up. Next yeah. thing you know, shit shut down. Now you're trying to figure out what you're going to do or try to just go out and enjoy yourself. And that was what happened in Florida was, you know, you had guys lifting bikes, man, and they running down I-4. And you know, it took one incident where a guy was lift, lifted his bike, man. He's skinning through, through traffic and hit a lady, killed her and her two kids. Mm. And that created such a issue and a problem because the law enforcement came out, man, they, look, they had, they had a checkpoint set up on the border of Georgia for bike week. 
And they was just fucking with people that was coming in with their bikes. They was handing out tickets for motherfuckers with handlebars that was <laughs> too high, yeah, too high handlebars, so. and they're not even riding. Yeah. <laughs> they're they on the back of trailers. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, regardless of what it is, this handlebar right here is not within standards. It's not how it's supposed to be. So you're a violation of a vehicle code. So they gave them tickets for vehicle code violations for the motorcycle. Yeah. And so you look at that, and what, what the law enforcement said was, Either you take care of this, or we, uh, yeah, or we, or we play. Yeah, y'all, y'all can play the game, or we can play the game. So let me ask you this: When it comes to the hierarchy, and I don't know why it has to be one, but I understand it. The word dominant. We are the dominant. Why is that? Uh, I'm not going to say such a big deal, but but what is that? Explain what the dominant is. Well, it, it just comes down to terminology. Okay. And that's really what it comes down to, and that's just what somebody's addressed or come out and say, well, we're the dominant. The dominant is the dominant club in the area. Now, y'all just got to understand something. <laughs> this is some bullshit in 2020 because <laughs> you got 20 motherfuckers, 21 percenters in the same fucking area. Yeah. So if you got that many clubs in the same area, again, it's an oxymoron for you to say you're the dominant club if you've got seven one percent clubs in the same area. So... You might have more people, but I don't necessarily mean that you're the dominant club because what it comes down to is who's controlling the area. Hopefully, as one percenters and as outlaws, we are controlling the area. We should be yeah. controlling the area and working together to yeah. control the area so that we yeah. can eliminate that BS and that process. So, you know, the whole concept of dominant, I think, is is uh, is one of those processes or those concepts that could go away in terms of terminology. Yeah. But it's still something, oh, I'm the dominant club. But Because in all honesty, there's not really specifically dominant clubs because, you know, let's look at the 70s in Florida. Okay. okay? There was one club that was the dominant club. Okay. <laughs> they were. You know, let's look at California in the 70s and 80s. There was one club that, that was, was the dominant, dominant club. Yeah. And so, you know, when we talk about dominant clubs, you talk about numbers. But that doesn't necessarily mean even in numbers that you're the dominant club. Yeah. Because, in all honesty, there are clubs that have more numbers than another. They got more. Say, they got more numbers, but and more cowards. <laughs> and, they, and they're not the dominant club because, specifically, it's it's it comes down to you addressing or you taking charge of 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 what's happening within the community. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, man, it has nothing to do with oh, well, you're going to take charge, and I'm going to tell people to do this, or I'm going to tell people to do that. Really, what you're trying to do is you're trying to have peace and harmony. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Within the nucleus so that you don't have problems and issues. And that's where you would say a person that's a leader versus people that are just soldiers and followers mm. and stuff like that. So there it is there. So how important, man, and, and I, I preach this all the time. And we're going to get into this, too, because this is, what, this is one of the reasons why we was talking about today. How important, man, is it? to understand that riding your motorcycle is what this whole fucking thing is about. Man, look, these these shows, man, like Sons of Anarchy and all the rest of these biker boys and all that shit, man. These, you know, I, look, I don't, 
I don't down those bike those those uh those movies because a lot of cases there's there's some similarities in what we're dealing with right now. But the problem that happened was when you do a movie and you do a show or you do something like that, you may have the direction that you're trying to go with how this is supposed to be yeah. and seen. The masses don't take it that way. Yeah. And they go sideways with it, and then they will have a different concept of what mm. you originally wanted your message to be. Okay. So the message gets skewed. So now all of a sudden, you know, it goes to a popularity contest. So now all of a sudden it becomes like if you've ever been to Black Bike Week and it's like Black Car Week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, tw- 22s are better. Yeah. You know, and, and even when it was BCR, BCR was like the Black Clause Reunion. It was huge. Yeah. And it was really about all the fraternities getting together, enjoying themselves down in Florida during spring break. It was, it was huge, and it turned into a big, huge car fest. And the message of what they were trying got to do... Got totally lost. Got completely lost. It's the same thing with, with Black Bike Week is... When you look at the message of Black Bike Week, Black Bike Week is about unity amongst black people in terms of them getting together in a place where nobody else would allow them to go. So that's really what it was about. Now it is not about that. Mm. It's about going to the Hooters parking lot and who can play their music loudest. It's about, you know, literally going to this place or going to that place and not paying homage to the people that's around there. So when you look at you look at the message that's being presented and messages that are being thrown out there. The messages are being skewed because what we addressed in terms of old school tradition was unity, brotherhood, stuff like that. Everybody getting together, riding, enjoying themselves and having a good time. Okay. And that has kind of shifted itself to, I don't, you got motherfuckers that's in clubs, been in clubs for years, they ain't had a fucking bike. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucking bike is like, that bike been broke down for, you know, I've been in the shop for two years. You know, you just like, look, man, you got to have it. So, it became a popularity contest. So now it ain't about riding your bike. It's about the numbers at at the local show. Yeah. Not the local show, but the local park. I got you. So, I mean, I, I'm going to share this story, and I shared it on, it was on Sucker Prince one time, man. They had a bus full of motherfuckers that showed up, and it was a, it was a MC event. Mm. They showed up in a, in a bus, and they was wearing colors on the bus, riding on the bus. There was a picture on the page of them riding on the bus, with their colors on, they showed up, walked away with MC most represented. Wow. So when you look at that, um, and when you look at those situations and those things, you would say that's where people got the game fucked up because in terms of what we're doing in the MC world, it's a motorcycle club, and the first Reminisce of being in the motorcycle club is you gotta have a fucking motorcycle. Otherwise, it'd be called a bike club or it'd be called a t-shirt club or it'd be called some other type of club. So, when you address you know these MCs and you have these these guys that are part of the MCs, I mean they're really turning this into a t-shirt club because some of these cats ain't even riding and some of these cats are not a part of what we're dealing with in terms of, of motorcycle community. They are legitimately just there for numbers, and when you get to the point where it's a numbers count versus actual people on iron. It's, and it's just waters it down. I mean, that's like having a, it's having some Jack Daniels and having a whole bunch of water in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're losing the potency. An ounce of Jack Daniels, seven ounces of water. Yeah. So let's get to what was the question that he had? How did what was it presented? Um, he was actually the the question was asked. It was asked by Tony Phillips, man. And yeah. What he was addressing was, um, 
Hey, let me get to it real quick or whatever it is. Uh, man, you know, I ain't got service out here, man. You sure? I, I got the Wi-Fi. Man, I got T-Mobile, man. You know, yeah, you ain't got shit. T-Mobile, yeah, yeah you right. Ain't nothing I can do for you, player. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I'm about to do the rising. What, it, what the question was, Tony Phillips addressed was why some people think it's cool to be in a club and not ride. And, again, like kind of going back to that, that, what I was talking about, the biggest aspect of that comes down to the popularity of what we see in movies and what we see in, um, in everything in terms of the motorcycle community. It is not about, and I'm not going to say this for every club, but in a lot of clubs, it ain't about riding. It's about a numbers count. It's about a party. It's about going to this. I mean, I hate bashing the pro convention, but I mean, it's like when you hey. look at it, something that was they had an argument for me. Something about that was defined as a knowledge base process for individuals to be able to gain and gather knowledge turned into really Friday night party, a, a Saturday night party, Friday night party, Saturday night party, and so. That's that's where we're at with this in terms of, like, you know, this MC thing. And that's the reason why it became popular for you to be in a motorcycle club and not have a bike. I just Well, to be honest, I'm gonna say, in, in everybody's defense, I'm going to say in 80% of the people's defense that don't ride their motorcycle, that's in a motorcycle club. I'm going to defend y'all right now. I'm going to defend y'all right now. They never said I had to ride it. They said as long as all, I, all they asked me was, did I have a bike? That part. <laughs> if you got a bike, come on. Ain't nobody say, hey, are you gonna do you ride your bike? Are you gonna ride your bike? So in their defense, they never knew they had to ride a motorcycle. They just knew they had to have one. I I, <laughs> I need a blood on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I just I don't even I don't even get that. I just, you know, and trust me, now, you know, like a lot of people that, that know me from another world, um, I probably spent, I mean, I've had my whole life in lowrider community because I've really kind of delved in a lot of things, you know, in terms of motorcycles starting out. Uh, family had lowriders. I really was pushed on lowriders and bikes and loved, you know, I love each one of them. And there's so many people that are there in car clubs and bike clubs and other type of clubs, and they don't own near one of those requirements for them to be in those things. And it's just like they turn into T-shirt yeah. members. And if that's the way you want to run your club and that's the way that your club runs, I mean, look, I'm going to tell you, man, I never got into this to be seen as anything more than just a biker. Mm. So I don't garner or gather respect off of how many miles I do this or how many. I garner that off of how I live in the, within this lifestyle. Put the miles down, you know, talk about it, preach about it, yeah. you know, share the knowledge, information. That's what I look at, legends. Well, I can tell everybody, say, Sal, man, how do you know so much, motherfucker? Because I ride my motorcycle. Fuck you, mean? You you can't get the knowledge by listen. All game. I I, <laughs> I can sit here in front of these computers all day. I can make phone calls. I can do all that, and that's fine. But if a person don't know you, they've never seen you. It's a lot of stuff that they're not gonna open up to you about. Man, let me tell you. There, we talked about this, man. Yeah. There, there's just stuff that you gonna learn on that road. And, and I addressed this when I was telling you, if y'all ain't heard this before, man, I was on I-10. I Actually, I was on I-20. I had just left out of Dallas. I was in just outside of Tyler, Texas, and I went to go stop at this at this um, 
at this uh, gas station. And my man was like, yo, you on this sports bike? I was on a, if you guys don't know, I was on a 1987 Honda Hurricane 1000. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and my man looked at me, he said, yo, if you riding that across Texas, and it was like 10, 10 o'clock around that time frame, he says, don't leave here, stay here. The hotel has vacancies because I don't want you on the road because I got to come and get you when you break down because there's no way that you can get to the next gas station because all the gas stations are shut down and closed uh, from that point into El Paso. And I was just kind of like, then the second mind said, hey, listen to this motherfucker because, you know, I mean, this is that, that might be something you need to know. But those are things and those are lessons that you don't know unless you actually been on those roads because – there's a lot of stuff that you learn on the highway that you ain't going to learn sitting around your area and hitting bars. Mm. That that's part. Just, that's just real. Yeah, but I mean, and, and listen, everybody. The whole Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The whole thing, you know, everybody talk about the brotherhood and the sisterhood. And the, the worst thing you could do for a club, and I, and I said this before, is to start a club and then rush out and get a clubhouse. That's the worst thing you can do. What you guys need to do is start a club ride with each other, bond with each other, deal with each other, and make it work without a clubhouse. Because a clubhouse is is a distraction. It's not a plus. It's a distraction. It's only a plus when we've locked down the relationships. Now that we got the relationships, we got the pecking order, you know, we got the right president and all this stuff in the play. Now we can jump into the clubhouse because now everybody is accepting their role and has accepted the do's, the don'ts, the goods, and the bad. But the the worst mistake that a lot of these younger clubs make, and a lot of new clubs, is you want to get out and you want you 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 rush the process, and by rushing the process, you destroy the future of the club. Man, I tell you, dude, I've always said this. Anybody that's ever heard me from like 2012 time frame when I started getting on these platforms, the worst thing you ever do is get yourself a clubhouse. Period. I mean, that's just, you know, it's 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 a. It, it takes away from what you guys actually should be doing. And, and like, sales hit, hit it on the hell, I mean, on the head, 100%. Once you get to the point where you've established yourself and you've built that reputation, you've built that rep, you know, that's a different story. Then that's where you start looking at, okay, so let's look at a base. The first factor that you should be looking at is can this club or can this, this, this clubhouse, can it pay for itself? Mm. Because if the clubhouse cannot pay for itself, you're in for a long, long road. Because nothing will destroy a relationship between brothers faster than money. Simple as that. 
Pussy and money is is two destroyers of clubs. Period. So when you address it, you would say, can this club or can this clubhouse take care of itself financially? By is our, are, are our monthly dues enough to pay the rent? And yeah. is everybody paying dues? Well, I hate to say it, but monthly dues shouldn't even be <laughs> paying for your yeah, I, I, that, Yeah, for um, sure. Because there's some nations out there that have monthly dues that you have to actually pay into the nation. So that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on with your clubhouse. Mm. So, you know, they may combine the two and say, well, this is the amount for this much and this is the amount we got to pay for the clubhouse. But typically when you're looking at that, I mean, let's just say, let's kick, let's kick the information. So $1,000 a month in any metropolitan area for a clubhouse. And that's you in the middle of the hood, bullets flying all over the place. Because yeah. anywhere that's legitimate, you're not, one, you're not going to be able to get into because they're not, they're not going to want a clubhouse with motorcycles and all the rest of that stuff getting into. So naturally you're going to go into smaller areas, metropolitan areas, ghetto areas, areas that you're going to be able to actually, you know, actually have the clubhouse. So thousand dollars, regardless of what it is. So no matter what it is, you got ten people. That's a hundred dollars ahead, right there, off the drop, right there. That you would legitimately say just to run the clubhouse. So if you have fifty dollars or seventy dollars a month that you have to pay now, now all of a sudden you had one hundred and seventy dollars that you got to come out your pocket a month in order for you to have a clubhouse mm. and to pay your dues. So now all of a sudden you start looking at it and you start creeping towards that two hundred dollars because. Okay, you got to take care of this. Now we got to put, you know, if, if we want to have sodas and refreshments and stuff like that, everybody's got to kick in. So now all of a sudden it becomes a financial responsibility that you're addressing. And, and that's taken away from motorcycle money, man. Yeah. We're supposed to be using that on a motorcycle and to get yonder. Well, what happens is you end up being, you, you end up getting locked into have, to needing to, to, open up the clubhouse. Yeah. Have people show up at the clubhouse. Rent it out and all that. Rent yeah. it out. Do stuff like that. Yeah. So what that takes away from is your time actually spending mm-hmm. that quality, you know. Look, I, I know a club, man. This is real talk, man. They had a clubhouse. The first time they got into, the first time they got on the road and actually went on a trip, they had four brothers go down. And it wasn't, it, the reason why they went down, they were not riding with each other. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, we're going to pay some commercials and we're going to be right, right back, man. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. You know what it is, man. You know you're listening to. Here it is. You're, 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 you're listening to MC101 Talk Show. Live. Hosted by Two Guns. Co hosted by Big Cell. And we talking straight motorcycle protocol. Tune in every Wednesday around 7 p.m. for pure motherfucking facts at FHO Podcast Radio. MC 101, where motorcycling is life. What's up, Big Sale? This is your boy, Passionate, from the Light Ministry Biker Church from Los Angeles, California. We're not riding. We listen to FHO Podcast Radio. Select Luxury Cars, proud sponsor of the FHO Podcast Live Show. The most diverse luxury vehicle selection in the greater Atlanta area. The highest quality customer service and unmatched nationwide pricing. Contact Mike Goodall at 678-855-2292 to schedule your appointment today. Select Luxury Cars, trusted family dealer since 1994. You know. 
summer is coming. Summer is coming. coming. Time. Time to start trimming down. Down, down, down. The IASO Detox Tea is all you need to start on your way to that karate body and a healthy you. The IASO Detox Tea comes in a kit that does it all. From boosting energy to all your vitamins. With a smooth and gentle detox. Easy and simple to use. Drink one bottle of tea in the morning along with the NRG Energy Tablet and iShot Nutri-Burst for all of your essential vitamins for just five days a week. You don't have to change your eating habits or get your ass to the gym. IASO Detox Tea. Grab yours today at FastHarleysOnly.com. At FastHarleysOnly.com. Say, man, shout out to my man, Frederick Mayo. Hey, listen, that was the ISO tea, man. I'm down, baby. I'm getting my karate body on you. Uh, listen, baby. Keep on thinking, keep on sleeping on my tea, man. Listen, if you want to lose some weight, detox, hit me up. It works. I got it. It's happening. I'm telling you some real shit. Let's go, baby. Montana Cigar Company sells premium cigars and accessories. Located in Union City, Georgia at 4641 Flat Shoals Road, Sweet C, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Montana Cigar Company offers a smooth, laid-back, serene, mature adult environment for cigar aficionados. Discounts for all the first responders, military, teachers, and nurses. Come enjoy your favorite game and boxing matches on our big screen TVs. We also have a poker table where you can come and try your luck. Get ready for the United Bikers Jamboree, June 24th through the 28th, 2020 in Tampa, Florida at the Florida State Fairgrounds, 4800 US 301, Tampa, Florida, 33610. Performing live, Tucker. Pokey Bear. Sir Charles Jones, Shirley Brown, RV parking and tent rental available. For more info, go to www.unitedbikers.com. For hotel reservations, call 832-848-1068 or email ubj at mtgcreative.net. Go to eventbrite.com or the fairgrounds box office. It's the Tampa United Bikers Jamboree, 26 through 28. Say, man, y'all know what's happening with that Tampa Jamboree. It's still on, man. Tampa, Florida going down the Jamboree. For more information about the Jamboree, unitedbikers.com. Bikers with a Z. Let me tell y'all something, man. This motherfucker going to be fire. We're going to have a ball. They want us there. They accommodate us. They make sure we on point. So make sure you're there. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you're on because it's going down, man. The chosen. Yo, yo, test one, two, test one, two. Grand Street in the building. I'm riding with my homie Big Cell. FHO Radio, the podcast with the FHO NIC, Big Cell, Lil Debo, aka the Brown Eminem, Coast to Coast, on the mics, Fast Harleys only. Get with it. Shout out 
Shout out to my man G Street. Y'all heard him drop that for me. That's the famous Greg Street, Mr. Six O'Clock, man. Showing your boy some love, man. So it is what it is. So we back, man. I got my man in the building. Uh, Ted Harris, I appreciate you, brother. I love you for that. Appreciate you. Him and my boy. And who is this? Uh, my boy, Frederick Mayo. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, showing me love today. Baby, I know Frederick Mayo. Yeah, they showing me love man. today, man. They showing me love today. I'm back in the building, y'all. MC 101 with my man Two Guns. We postponed Wednesday to do this live, 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 live for this Saturday, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, if you missed it, you're going to have to rewind it. We'll be, uh, I already hit him with a few tough questions, and we're ready to get back into this thing. So, Guns, when it comes to... Let me shout out, man, real do you quick. Think, do you shout out? Do you think? My brother, man, look, this, he from the area, man. He, you know, he from that area where okay. the jabbery's going on, whatever it is. Oh, man, many me, man, look. We hey we first like kind of ran into each other when I when I was just coming down to just check some things out, you know, just see how things were going with everybody, man. Met him, man. Look, solid, solid bros, mm. solid brothers, man. Okay. Just, just keep you laughing, man. Just you know, so, I mean, just there's a separation between cats, man. You run into and they solid. Yeah. So, oh man, mini me, uh, shout out to him. One love, bro. Hey, this for mini me right here, man. We got something mini me, <laughs> man. <laughs> Shout out to you, baby. Shout out to you, man. Also, yeah. let me let me say a shout out to, to my OG, man. My boy on here today, man. This guy here has supported me from day one, man. Showed me number love. Um, just helped me with the platform when I first started on another radio station. So this goes out, man, to my man, Bruce Tick Perry, man. My man, Bruce Perry. My man, Tick, L.A. Rare Breed Original. One of, the, one of them G's up in this thing, man. Shout out to him, man. I see you on there, Tick. I see you on there with yeah. that gentleman Jack I, there. Yeah, I just want to get a shout out to my man, man. He came through. Came through. He actually live in the studio. He had to step out for a minute, man, get him something to smoke. Yeah, on. man. But uh, man, we got the gentleman Jack in the plot in, in the, the spot, building, man. man. Look, it's twelve o'clock somewhere. We gonna do it. <laughs> so, guys, I mean, what do we do, man? How do we? How do we? You know, how do we motorcycle, man? I mean, you know, with everything going on, um, you know, you got people trying to act more important than they need to act. And you got, you know, some of us that just want to ride a motorcycle and be left alone. What do we do? Man, I would tell you the, the main thing I think for 2020, man, is ride your fucking bike, man. Just yeah. stop worrying about the bullshit yeah. because that's really where it's at. I think in a lot of cases we've had too much bullshit that's happened because of local politics. And people that are coming out and saying, this is how you need to do business and this is how you knew, you know, this is how you should be doing it. Yeah. But it goes back to the 1940s, man. That's not how we did it, man. Shit. <laughs> we, that's what we were saying to people was, fuck you. Don't tell us how we're supposed to do business. We're going to do business. Yeah. And either, either respect that or don't respect it, but we're still going to do business. And I think that's where, I think in 2020, man, I think that's really where we need to get back to. It's not necessarily about and, and I would tell you this, man, one, most of the one percenters, and I'm not going to say all the one percenters, but a majority of the one percenters would appreciate if motherfuckers would just do their own shit mm. <laughs> and not just be a, a problem. Yeah. Just get out there, ride your fucking bike. Cause it's so, it's so simple. That yeah. process is so simple. So when you ride your bike though, there's things that you need to understand about respect. There's things you need to understand about kind of making sure that you parlay in and, and things like that. And when I say parlay, a lot of people just like, wait a minute, I don't understand about parlay. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, those are things that, 
then you would understand, you know, through MC 101, that's what we try to preach and we try to talk about. Because there's some stuff on the road that you need to know about. Yeah. Because when you get on the road, there is things that you need to know about in terms of coming into other people's areas. But locally, man, shit. I mean, a lot of one percenters, man, they just fucking doing their own thing. Yeah. So if we can get back to how it used to be. So y'all, y'all understand how it used to be. So I'm going to take you back to 1970. Take it back to 1979. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna take it back to 1970, 78, 70, 78, 79, around that time frame. So this is the way we used to do it, or I was was raised up doing it. People would come to events, and it didn't matter who you was, one percenter, 99s, social club, you name it. It wasn't social clubs, but the support clubs. And they would all come together, and they would all break bread with each other. Mm. They would all get some some Jack out, get some Hennessy out, you know, get some Thunderbird or some yeah. Ripple, whatever, some yeah. Moonshine. If you're in the South, they would just get something out to to drink, camaraderie, talk to each other, learn about each other. That was the simple process. Mm. There was no drama. There was no bullshit. There was no this and that and this and that. And trust me, in the 80s and the 70s and stuff like that, all of the same things that you know about the 80s and the 70s in terms of one percenters and legal activities, all that shit was happening, man. But nobody was giving a fuck because everybody was making money. Mind their own business. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the whole thing that comes down to it is we have to get back to the old school concepts of being able to be in the same place with each other yeah. without having animosity, issues, pumping your chest, thinking you're bigger than the next man. That's where I think we would address in 2020 we need to get to so that we don't have the bullshit drama, the bullshit lies, the bullshit intimidations. Those are things that we don't need. Yeah, We should all be able to you know, get together enjoy each other's time, spend time with each other, go do our own thing, but still have a common respect for your fellow man because we're doing the same thing. We all riding twos. We all loving this lifestyle. That's what it should be about. So we should be fucking with people that fuck with us. Mm. But if you're part of the people that don't want to fuck with people, then you should just do your own fucking thing and not come around the community. Yeah. Don't put MC on the, on your vest because you're antisocial. No. <laughs> that ain't how it all works. You know, you know what I'm saying? You got MC on your vest, but you anti-social. That that that's a that's a bad combination. That's an oxymoron. That's yeah. all, that's all <laughs> yeah. So, but for me, man, one of the things I recognize and one of the things that I try to do is that a lot of people have forgotten that you you came to the motorcycle set to get away from the bullshit. You don't yeah. come to the motorcycle set to be in the bullshit. Or to bring the bullshit. Or to bring the bullshit. You know, whatever you had going on at home, work, you know, you know, you, you didn't bring that to the set. You came to the set and you was happy to, for people to pull up and for you to pull up and for everybody to be there. You was happy because if you, you know, if you was an undercover drug addict, wasn't nobody going to question you at the clubhouse. You know, if you, you know, you get your drink on, you ain't got to worry about your wife telling you, you know, that's, you know, whatever it was. But it, it's gotten to the point now where, Shit, you don't even want to come around. Like it's like, you know, when you come in, because one of the things, and, and I'm gonna say this to all my OMCs, okay, to all my one percenters. When we come in, if I don't drink, I don't drink. Oh, you gotta buy a drink. Everybody gotta buy a drink. 
You might as well charge an admission at the door then. Shit, you might as well just hit a nigga for the 10 at the door. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You might as well just, this might as well just turn into a damn a party, a club. Or but anyway, it, it's the thing, whatever. Me personally, I used to like back in the day, and I know this would be factual, when I don't give a fuck who you was, one of the club brothers had to vouch for you to get in that club. Not even a question. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah. You wouldn't even go get in the club. I don't give a fuck how fine you thought you was or no. whoever. If don't yeah. nobody come and vouch for your ass, or she with me, Bob, or he oh, with no. me, you wouldn't even get in the club. And that's that, that is a big separation. Yeah. And I would say when we was talking about earlier, that's that's one of the huge. I mean, I would say huge, yeah. monumental changes in one percenters in terms of what they do. Is you could not go into a one percent club house. Yeah. And trust me when I tell you, it's like that now on. The white side. Okay. So just so you understand it. Yeah. You're not going to walk your ass up in as an in, independent or another club. You're not going to walk your ass up into that clubhouse without you being either a parlay or somebody inviting you. Hmm. And, and, and meeting you when you get there. So that's <laughs> that's one of the things that, that's, that doesn't happen. I, yeah. I can tell you, man, I was completely shocked to see 1% Club and... It was just like, come on in. Yeah. And people was just walking in. And I'm like, you don't know who the fuck is walking into your clubhouse. Because, look, man, I don't know if y'all know, man, there's a movie called Sicario. Mm. And if you don't know what Sicario is, that's a Mexican hitman. So you just let somebody walk into your clubhouse and he is not vouched for. You don't know who the fuck walk in your clubhouse. And that's the reason why it's it's. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not smart to have civilians. Yeah. Have people from the no, I mean, if you got somebody from the neighborhood and he the local dude that kind of come around, but civilians. Are but you gonna know him though, because yeah, because your local neighborhood dude, he gonna come in. Hey guys, hey man, I live in, so I just want to come hang out and hang party. Out. Is it cool? Yeah, and you, he, he, gonna, he he might even be an asshole, not an asshole, but might even be a nuisance from time to time. But you are gonna fuck with him because you know he all he mm. wanna do is come and hang out and drink, and that's all it is. And you know, so that that's different. But I'm I'm talking about to the point where. It's hard to control shit around, you know, clubhouses and around other clubs because, you know, everything that got so out of whack with, with just the bullshit, man. And it's, it's, it's just crazy. Man, I just, I I would tell you that anybody that, my former club, anybody that, they, if you showed up my clubhouse and you was not unannounced. Yeah. Or you was not invited. <laughs> okay, you, you go get challenged at the door yeah. because you're not even going to get past the door. Wow. But if you come to the door, you got... Now, I'm not talking about the door of the clubhouse. I know you're talking about. I'm talking about the gates outside the clubhouse. Yeah. So when you come to the gates outside the clubhouse, and if you got an attitude, you're going to leave one way or you're going to leave another way. Mm. Because if you have not come and been invited or you have not parlayed before the hand, beforehand, because you should legitimately be invited. Period. And then when you're invited... You should actually parlay with the sergeant at arms or the enforcer before you actually get into the event. 
because there's probably some things that you need to know about the event that you might not know in terms of being a 99 or even being a one percenter. Yeah. Because there might be a no smoking clause. Mm. You know, there might be a, uh, Hey, you don't have to pay to come in here, but you know, drop some yeah. for the locked up bros. Yeah. So, those are things that you need to know about. Those are things that you should be addressing when you do your parlay. Now, when I say parlay, some people just like, man, we don't do that. Mm. Guess what? You should be. Because guess what a parlay does? A parlay separates. And, and so you guys understand what a parlay is. A parlay is two, possibly three members of your MC communicating with two or three M, uh, members of the opposite MC. Now, this is, could be 99. It could be 1%er. The reason why you want to parlay is, and the reason why you want to limit the amount of people that are parlaying is because you always have that one asshole or that one guy that just wants to buck his chest or whatever it is. Yeah. And that creates or causes or could cause an issue or problem amongst MCs, and it shouldn't shouldn't be that way. So that's the reason why you limit the amount of people that you actually have a conversation with. The parlay is to address information and rules and regulations that are associated with the clubhouse. That way you don't have those issues and problems. And you're going to already know what you need to know before you get there. And you know. And when you get there, man, don't look at guns straight in the face. He's going to kill you. He might ask you what you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't, uh, don't be looking at Big Cell's whole mouth missing this too because he gives a sensitive about that. You're going to know all of those different things when you're invited to a clubhouse, man. So, hey, man. It's been a hell of a time, man. It's been cool to have you here. I know you got to get back on the road and some other stuff, but again, man, it's. I think. I think we, if we keep doing what we're doing, guns, between me and you and other people that are putting out the information, and we keep it solid. Because see, that's the thing about me and you. There is no bias. You know, there is no. It, it is what it is. You're part of your nation. I'm a part of my nation. But we bring it to you with with the raw, and and we and we bring it to you to where this is how it is. Now, if it's not like that, then you know, hey, you know, this is what it is. But I think if we keep on doing our part, man, eventually enough people are here and enough people are understanding that the whole thing about MCing is that you have to stand on what God gave you first, and that's womanhood or manhood. If you don't, if you allow that to be altered, then shit, everything else is downhill. I, I can tell you, man, one of the things that, that I said when I first got into this, it, it wasn't about anything more than just giving information and providing information. It was not about me trying to benefit or profit or do whatever it is in terms of, of what I do. The information that I provide and the information I give out, it, it's, it's you know, free of charge in terms of that. There's always going to be costs that we address or things like that. Hey, man, we're trying to get this together. We're trying to do this. This is a platform that we've been able to do, but the information that – we provide is not telling you this is how you're supposed to do business. It's telling you this is how we used to do business. And this is some things that if you kind of apply them or just take a look at how you address it and how you do yeah. things, you know, might, you know, this might help you out because there's a lot of people out there that are looking for just some secondary information and things like that. So. But other than that, um, I don't know, man. I, I do want to give a shout-out to my man, Dynamite, 100%, Dynamite. man. You know, you, you you, my man, 100, man. Always will be fam. Um, like, blood brother, man. We done, we done did so much, so many things. I see he was online with him, man. So, okay. just want to give a shout-out to him, man. He's just, he, he knows how it is, man. He's just, 
That's my Puerto Rican brothers. Mama swore I was his his, his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my man Q-Ball from Daharu MC. Appreciate that donation. Oh, yeah. sure, so man. listen, man. MC 101 is on Wednesday night, on most on, on Wednesdays at 7. Also this Wednesday, I got uh, TTG LaFemme coming on the females. Matter of fact, where is they? Well, let me let me drop they drop too. That's that's for this Wednesday. Where are you guys, ladies? Did I put it up already? Oh man, I can't. Where are you? Anyway, that's going down this Wednesday. So you guys make sure that you uh be back again. Wednesday gonna be a full day. So we got two guns, and then we got um the ladies will be here in the building. Um, let me see right here. The Chosen. What's up, Woodchild? This is your girl, Sniper, and you already know what it is. We're your favorite MC, favorite MC, and we are LaFam TTG MC. That's right, deal with it. It's your girl, Boo. Join us May 6th at 9 p.m. for a $500 raffle on FHO Radio with your host, Big Tell. Hey, this is your girl, Black Beauty. Just want to let you know, the fear we catch a fight, we ain't catching feelings. Hey, everybody, you got Miss Friday here, and I'm telling you to tell me, because this is one show we definitely don't want to miss. Get him on for you. Hold on, let me put you on. All right. Go ahead, caller. I got you on live, E. Go ahead. Hey, hey, what's up? This is Emo from Oakland, man. You know, I had to tap in with y'all, man. Oh, just man, to say what's up. up. Emo from the old man. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to catch you since you got on here, uh, gun. Okay, hey, we I gotta I gotta get your number because um you know what's up, man. I'm I'm gonna be in the town. Probably first part of August, uh, maybe the tenth for the. I just got to figure out how the how the traps gonna go. Cause I was gonna go uh, early, the later part, but I'm coming early part. Um, and look, man, look, we gonna get together, whatever it is. I got a family reunion I gotta go to, or actually my family get together. They doing a big ass motherfucking barbecue, so you know you're gonna be invited. I'm gonna make it easy. Yo, we just gonna break bread. I'm gonna man. make it so, easy for you. Whenever, whenever you touch the soil, just let me know. Still got the number. Just let me know, and I'm gonna make my way. You know what I mean? Okay. So, what part? Of, what part of you at right now? Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm working right now. I'm actually dropping these packages right now okay. and trying to get this bread. What part you live? I mean, I said, like, what part you live in? Because I, I gotta go see fam over there in East on 77th off of Bancroft. So that's where. Uh, well, I'm from the north. Okay. I'm so from the north, but you know, the town is the town. I'm, I'm, I'm a town boy all day long. So you know. You gotta come over to and hey, you gotta come to the east, man. I, I know my cousin, man. He always doing something at the house, so you can't miss it. It's on Look, it's seventy seven. It's a pink house up on the hill. You can't even miss that bitch on seventy seven off Bancroft. So, but um, I'm there. No, I'm we, there. I'm... We gonna do it, man. So yeah, for sure. Long, long as you let me know when you make it, man. I'm there, just like Sal. As soon as they touch. You know, give me a holler, man. You know, I'm coming. Okay. I'm coming fuck with my dudes, man. For sure, E. For sure, for sure. Hey, brother, I love you. I'll see you next month, man. Likewise. Likewise, man. Y'all stay pushing that realness, man. All right, now.
And my man, Eo, all the way from Oakland, man. They stay yeah, man, tuned in, man. That's, that's my shit, man. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the he town. really think he for the town, man. You know what are you talking about? I think I'm, I'm from saying, the town. Man, I'm, I'm just raised, saying. born and raised motherfucker, <laughs> Oakland. Shit. Six A-list. I tell him, man, six nine Ville, man. That's what I'm saying. Six nine Ville in the building. Motherfuckers don't even look. Hey, Flint's Barbecue was right down the street from the six nine Ville, man. That's That was the jungle at the time, man. Wow. Family up in the cemetery. They call it seminary. Man, look, lived off Fruitvale, High Street. Shit, man, Bancroft, man, man I live. He dropping, he name dropping. Now. I live. Anybody to tell you, man, they know from the town, man, East 14th, 81st Street, yeah. uh, East Oakland Youth Development Center, Rainbow motherfucking basketball course, man. <laughs> Look, I was, I was, they told me don't come back to the Rainbow because I went in there and dunked one time. And they said, you come back, man, they going to body you. Damn. So I was like, yeah, I ain't fucking around there no more, man. But, hey, I do want to shout out my man Bam out from Dark Side MC, man. He came to My man. man. Broke bread, um, you know, brought the bottle too, man. So, you know, we're going to be sipping on that in a couple minutes. Bam came through the other day to just hang out. So, yeah, it's a good deal. what you got for him in closing, man? What you got for him? Hey, look, this this is, hey, yo, yo, my man, my man Dynamite, man, sent me something, man. I just wanted to touch bases with him because he always, he always in my ear about things. And it's always funny because he, he says, I want you to talk about um, about bringing shit to the, to the set. And, um, and then basically you not living your life, you're not living it. So what it basically comes down to is you try to implement or you try to bring shit to the set, your own personal concepts and your own personal views, yeah. but you don't live by it. I got you. So that's, you know, when you address that and you look at that is if you real about what you're doing on this set, you got to live by the same standards that you address. This is from my OMCs. I, hear, but, I mean, but you got to, if you can't lead by example, you got to you know, lead by example. That's, you know, 1% is the OMCs out there, man. If you're not leading by example, you fail in your community. Man, because when it comes down to it is you should be the guiding force in what's happening in the communities and what's happening around these processes. Because that's, you, you're what people are looking at. So if you fucked up, they're going to be fucked up. So if they fucked up and you you pissed off about it, you mad about it, shit, that mirror is a motherfucker. Mm. That mirror is a bitch because all of a sudden all you got to do is look in it and address the fact that you're not upholding what you are asking or the questions or things that you're addressing. You're not upholding those standards yourself. So if you're doing that, you're living foul and you're fucking up the community. So that's, wow. that's my message in terms of that is make sure that you're living by the same standards that you're asking people to live by. And make them make sense, goddammit. Just think, because I said so. Make some shit make sense. Because if you want Big Sale to understand it or follow it or give it a chance, it got to make some motherfucking sense, man. You can't just tell me some shit that I'm, you know, that ain't how I, I, I wouldn't set up like that. Like, do a handstand. Yeah, for what? Because I said it. What the fuck? Because I said it. Hey, well, look here, man. MC 101 this Saturday live, live, live in the building, FHO Podcast Studio. Um, it's a blessing, bro. Thank you. I got a drop from it. I mean, Hitting y'all with the drop and everything, man. So it's going down, man. Um, and again, man, it's just real cool shit, man. Thank you for validating. Yeah, man. My, just validate FHO, man. It's, it's good to be out man. here, man, and yeah. get a chance to break bread. That's the biggest thing is, um, look, y'all cats out there, man, that got Facebook friends for five years and you ain't met them. <laughs> <laughs> y'all might want to get on the highway. Y'all got, yeah, y'all got somebody in y'all business. That's what yeah. y'all got. Y'all ain't got no goddamn friends. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. Uh, MC 101 on this Saturday afternoon. Stay tuned for we got so much more to go, man. Also, man, you guys know I started that new business endeavor, man. I will be officially, officially all the way up as legal as legal can be come hopefully this Wednesday, this Thursday, man. But right now, if you need to get somewhere, you need to get your bike somewhere, 
It's your boy, man. Right now, we got the negotiable prices, man. The reasonable. No, you ain't you ain't real sell. I do it for you, man. Hit me up, man. Anyway, FHO Torn on the way. And again, let me say this, man. Shout out to the entire FHO family, man. My man V, the price president. We just got one house secured for Sturgis. We got one more house left. If anybody's interested in going to Sturgis, August the 5th through the 10th, hit us up. We will be there um, in Sturgis for the 80th anniversary. Um, FHO got a surprise for everybody, too. We were able to do some things there in Sturgis that will be in Sturgis forever. And we were able to uh, stamp our uh, HR stamp in the stone with that. So uh, if you're interested in Sturgis, uh, hit me up or hit up my man V. And uh, we can give you the price information on the rooms. We are cheaper than any hotel. And we will be in a house where you can cook. Actually, that shit was kind of nice. I was yeah. like, shit, man. Yeah, man. We, got, we got the whole nine yards. We, we ain't playing no games. So our first house is finally got it sold and booked all the way. We only got one. The second house, we got spots in that available. So anybody interested in that, hit me up. 424-242-2355 is the number. Send a text or call. I'll get back at you as soon as possible. Other than that, man. Yeah, strippers available, too, though. Uh, all the no, time. No, no. Matter of fact, hey, bring yours. Hey, I want to shout out, man. Shout out, man. Big Punchy, man. Hey, reach out. Look, I'm coming to L.A. I got to come out here, man, and spend some time. So I want to catch up with you, man. Big punch, man. Reach out. I got to get the number. I'm going to get the number for sale. That way we can communicate and talk. But, my boy, you know, man. I'm coming through, man, for sure. Yeah, what it is, man. Buckwheat, I see you in the building, man. New York, I see you. My man, New York, always taking care of me, man. He, he, he hit me with advice. I'll call him. He'll call me back anytime. Where part of New York from? I don't know what part of New York you're from, yes. It don't matter all that motherfucker raggedy. Any part of New York raggedy is a motherfucker. I said it, goddamn. Hey, Brooklyn, shout out. That shit raggedy, man. Do not take no round wheel there because it's going to be square when you leave that motherfucker. I promise you. What shit? Anyway, shit. Huh? Man, you talking about New York. Shit. Go through Jersey. Shit. Say what I'm saying. That's New New York, New Jersey. All the news is fucked up. How about that? You leave an engine on the ground in New Jersey. Shit. Say, man, we doing our thing, man. I love you guys, man. Truly, I do it. Thank y'all for tuning in Saturday. I know y'all. I got a lot of shit to do, man. So we ain't gonna hold y'all too long. It is. Hey, cocksucker! Yeah, you knock it off. Sit it's your ass down. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. You think we playing? And I ain't playing. No. You better listen up. It's the FHO Live Podcast, where the truth will be told. We promise you that.
again, appreciate y'all, man. I love you guys. Thank you for the calls. Uh, thank you for the donations. Don't forget, man, support the channel. Support the platform. I need you. I ain't going to tell you no lie. And again, man, I love you guys. Don't forget the five things I'm leaving you with. Ride your own ride. Stay in your own lane. Mind your business. Uh, have enough love for yourself to have love for me. We're going to ride for love and let it ride, man. We gone, man. Radio with Big Sale Shouting! 